Welcome to the Positive Gene Podcast. My name is Sarah Cavanaugh. This is a podcast empowering cancer previvors and survivors, like myself, over our hereditary cancer risk. I started this podcast because I had so many questions after receiving my genetic testing results and not only wanted, but needed to truly understand what it meant to have an inherited cancer mutation. We will discuss important topics from a patient perspective, like finding credible online resources, opportunities connecting with others for support, and building your medical team and resources, and so much more. Thank you for allowing me to use my God-given talent for talking, researching, and all things communications. We're all in this together, and I'm so thankful for your support. Let's dive in. Welcome to the Positive Gene Podcast. I'm your host, Sarah Cavanaugh. In this episode, we venture into a topic many are curious about. How does one define empowerment when faced with the knowledge of an increased hereditary risk? The moment you learn about a genetic mutation that predisposes you to cancer can feel like the ground has shifted beneath you. It could be a mix of understanding past family health puzzles while grappling with the implications of your future. Yet, in this episode, we'll explore what empowerment truly means within this context and discuss actionable steps you can take to reclaim control and navigate life after such a revelation. An important note, always remember I am not a medical professional. My experiences and insights stem from being a hereditary cancer previvor and advocate. Always consult with healthcare professionals regarding your healthcare decisions. Also, I love receiving feedback on the show, and I hope you're getting value out of each of the episodes so far. If you haven't already, please be sure to rate and review the podcast. It helps other previvors and survivors to find this resource that could be a game changer in helping us reshape the narrative of hereditary health. Now, on to our episode, empowerment. Yes, I know it might sound cliche, but in the context of your health, it's about having agency, control, even when things seem uncertain. Again, I know the term can seem overused, but bear with me. Empowerment in this context means having a say, understanding, and making informed decisions about your health. It's about being the author of your health story. For many, empowerment begins as a small seed, often sown by the realization that something isn't quite right. For me, that seed was planted when I began reading comments on my online support groups. I saw countless individuals advocating for their health, urging others to seek second opinions, to dive deep into research, especially when intuition whispered that something was amiss. When I discovered my Lynch syndrome and checked two mutations, I was overwhelmed with uncertainty. And to be candid, even my physician wasn't familiar with either mutation. But rather than being swamped by confusion, my natural inclination was to turn to research, to delve into the layers of these mutations and understand their implications. Now, this isn't to boast. It's just a testament of what active engagement can look like. In my case, it became a collaborative journey with my physician. And we navigated together this uncharted territory of hereditary cancer mutations. It's a vivid reminder that empowerment can stem from some of our most vulnerable moments, pushing us to engage, learn, and ultimately take control. So diving deeper 
empowerment, as outlined by an eHealth ERA project, stands for four pillars, information, access, engagement, and agency. So I've taken these cornerstones and I've made a few modifications to fit our discussion. So information paired with awareness. So you'll hear this phrase often in the context of hereditary cancer risks, knowledge is power. When we talk about hereditary cancer risk, we're not speaking about the immediate diagnosis, but rather the increased likelihood and predisposition due to genetic mutations. Discovering you carry such a gene can evoke a range of emotions. For some, it's a revelation that answers family health mysteries, while for others, it's a disorienting mix of fear and uncertainty. And I had both cases. (laughs) But with the awareness came the power of choice and the ability to take preventative actions. When faced with a hereditary cancer risk, understanding is vital. Resources like FORCE, American Cancer Society, or even hospital system websites like the Mayo Clinic or Johns Hopkins are gold mines. Equip yourself with knowledge and build a strong foundation for your health decisions. After my diagnosis, these resources have helped me tremendously. The second pillar is twofold. It is access, connection to vital resources and affordability. So connecting to vital resources. The digital age has blessed us with a plethora of information, but it's vital to ensure what we consume is accurate and relevant. Utilizing the resources such as those mentioned previously, as well as those provided in prior podcasts is key. But access goes beyond this. It's equally important to acknowledge the disparities in access. 42 million Americans currently lack broadband access making it challenging for them to understand their risk or even find specialized care. And on the flip side, it's also about being able to afford tests and treatment and understanding your insurance coverage if you have it. Every day that I am reading posts within my online support groups, I'm reminded of the heartbreaking reality that millions of Americans are grappling with, the challenge of accessing even the most basic health care. While many of us are blessed to have insurance or the means to afford tests, screening, and surgeries, there's a significant portion of our population that's left in the dark, uncertain about their health simply because they lack these resources. And for our listeners outside the U.S., while every country has its unique health care challenges, the emotional strain of struggling to access necessary medical care is universally heart-wrenching. The pursuit of health shouldn't be a privilege, it's a fundamental right. So for those who are struggling financially, resources like the Medicare Rights Center and the Patient Advocate Foundation can be lifelines. I'll provide links to those resources in the show notes. The third pillar is engagement, and I'm also going to add the term advocate or advocacy. This means actively participating in your health journey, being your own best advocate. Your journey with a hereditary cancer gene demands proactive engagement. This means speaking up when you sense discrepancies in your care. In fact, in my experience, numerous online support groups reveal a common thread. Individuals must advocate for themselves when they feel their doctors might not be fully informed about their mutation. For instance, those with Lynch syndrome might get varied screening recommendations, while research might suggest, say, colonoscopies every one to two years, and maybe a less informed doctor might advise going longer. Another example, for women who've undergone hysterectomies, some practitioners might incorrectly assume no need for further exams. Yet, overlooking this, they can risk missing cancers like those on the vaginal cuff. So knowledge, coupled with assertiveness, is pivotal. If something doesn't feel right, ask. 
challenge, and if necessary, seek a second opinion and don't feel bad about it. It's not about just receiving information, but actively participating in your health story. And it means having these in-depth chats with your medical team. That might be your geneticist, your primary doctor, your specialist, and more. I keep a dedicated notebook listing recommendations, specialist details, and breaking it down by organ type. I know it sounds like I'm planning a heist on my own body, but that's just how I roll. So the last pillar is agency. And here's where empowerment truly shines. Agency is about taking control, making decisions with your medical team that resonate with you. So agency, as defined in a recent article, is the sense of control in your life, the capacity to influence our thoughts, behaviors, and manage diverse situations. A significant factor here is understanding that we have much more power than we believe. As Albert Bandura, a renowned psychologist, has pointed out, we aren't merely products of our circumstances, but producers of them. This means you have the power to influence how you respond to and manage your hereditary cancer risks. It's not just about being informed, but using the information to steer your health journey. I've covered examples of managing risk in prior episodes, but we will dive more into specific ways to manage your risk through medical and non-medical ways with experts in the future. Now, this last point is not one of the core pillars of the eHealth ERA project, but this is a perspective that's close to my heart, is spiritual and community support. This is about finding strength in unity and reflection. While everyone's spiritual journey is personal, research underscores the potential benefits of faith and spirituality in managing health challenges. Being part of a spiritual or religious community can provide solace and reduce stress. Moreover, practices like prayer and reflection can offer individuals a sense of command, better equipping them to handle anxiety or depression stemming from their health concerns. And on a personal level, I've shared this experience on episode four if you'd like to hear more on this topic. So before we wrap up, let's revisit the four pillars with a call to action for you to take away today. Information and awareness. And that's dedicating time to learn more about your specific mutation and its implications from trusted resources like FORCE, American Cancer Society. So your action is to spend 10 minutes daily reading up on relevant articles or journals or finding relevant podcasts that speak to experiences, stories, or the latest findings related to hereditary cancer. The second pillar, access. So exploring all available resources, be it online, within your community, or through medical institutions. So here's your action. If you're struggling with access to broadband, try your local library and then advocate for more access in your community. And then make a list of all the tools and resources available to you. And if there's a financial barrier, explore the organizations that can assist. And those will be provided in the show notes. The third pillar, engagement and advocacy. And this involves active participation. Remember, your voice matters. Always ask questions, demand clarity, and advocate for your health. So here's your action. Engage with your medical team. Document recommendations and stay organized. So maintaining a health diary can track your appointments, recommendations, or even personal reflections. The last pillar is agency. This is your sense of control. Remember, as Albert Bandura highlighted, we aren't just products of our circumstances, but we can actively shape them. So here's your action. Reflect weekly on your health decisions. Celebrate your wins, no matter how small, and adjust strategies when needed. So, dear listeners, empowerment in the context of hereditary risk isn't a huge solitary leap or a grand gesture. 
It's just embedded in our everyday choices. The deliberate steps we take to arm ourselves with knowledge, to actively engage with our health professionals, and to trust in our agency to make the best decisions for our well-being. It's about turning moments of vulnerability, like the discovery of a mutation or an unfamiliar medical term, into a collaborative journey for understanding and growth. As we close today, remember the path might indeed be winding and sometimes uphill, but with every informed choice, you're etching a journey that's uniquely your own. Resources, as we've discussed today, serve as your guiding stars, with faith offering additional strength for many. Thank you for sharing this space with me. Until next time, stay informed, stay empowered, and remember, you possess the agency and strength to navigate your journey positively. Thank you for spending time with me on the Positive Gene Podcast. Your support means everything. If you found value in today's episode, I would be so grateful if you could take a moment to rate and review the podcast. It truly makes a difference. For an in-depth look and links to resources discussed today, check out the accompanying blog on my website at sarahcavanaugh.com. Until next time, stay empowered and remember, you are not alone on this journey.